Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast, We Can't Be the Only Ones. Woo! And I'm Gail, not drunk, not high, just excited about life. Me and Elena both look at each other like, hmm. (laughs) I guess that's true. And I am B. I'm finally feeling back to normal. All right. We liked you when you weren't normal. Uh, even day. the norm, I said, okay, my normal. Oh, okay, there you go. My normal. That, that'll that work out. Mm-hmm. Oh. What? Am I the one who does the no. health tip at the end? Oh, yes. <sighs> okay. But we'll get there. Okay, okay. let's focus, everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> shiny object, shiny object. Okay. <laughs> All right, B, what is your grat- gratefulness moment? What are you grateful I for? I am actually grateful for a little moment I had with Alina last night when we were watching Cinderella. And she was, like, snuggled on me and, like, her head was like in the my, old days. Like, yeah, like I just that just warms my heart whenever that occurs because they are few and far in between now. But it just we got a package coming in, yeah. Uh, but or it man, just either one will work, <laughs> but it just <laughs> warms my heart when you know we have those little moments. So I like treasure them as they occur you that's, know and that's nice she's older and you know older teenagers are finicky sometimes so that always just my baby still thinks i'm her mommy well that was nice i'm glad that you enjoyed mm-hmm. that and had that that's you know you make you're making memories yes so yeah that's good and what about yourself well i've had a really rough week a really rough week um, but I'm grateful for Facebook okay and all the reasons that people are not grateful for it um, my Aunt Juliet is not doing well and she lives in California and I don't know that I would know if it wasn't for Facebook no would call you maybe not or or, you know, I couldn't get like maybe the same daily updates and things. It's just, it it just makes it a lot easier. I guess as a community. And I get to see her. Whereas if we didn't have Facebook or cell phones, because cell phones also bring mm-hmm. about Facebook. Um, if it was just a phone call, you may or may not get to see them as. But so it was, it's bittersweet. 
but I'm grateful to have it. There you go. I know a lot of people who stay um, on Facebook because it is a way to contact family. So it's not really like their medium to connect with friends from high school or whatever. But because their family is so dispersed, mm -hmm. that's an easier way to kind of keep tabs on one another or, you know, see what someone's up to or whatever without having to reach out to them. And you still reach out to them because you touch base with them, make a comment. And, you know, you recognize as in, in cases, the cousin, the niece, the nephew, you know, you are recognized for that. And that that's a nice thing. Cool. Cool. So my topic really isn't a topic. I guess it is. We'll figure it out. You'll let me know later on. <laughs> I never really have topics growing. But my topic, I've been reading, a, I guess now I'm like, you know, I'm always like finding things to read or learn or whatever. So I am reading a book about philosophers, dead philosophers, and, you know, their way of life and things of that sort. So, you know, we were talking about Rousseau and, you know, they were speaking about Socrates. And so I kind of got stuck with the Socrates portion of it and not necessarily, I mean, he's an amazing philosopher, but part of it was that got me was wonder, not wandering, but wonder. Right. And, you know, is that something that we do or do more of, do less of? How does technology impact it and all of these different things? And according to Socrates, this is his, you know, and he didn't write anything down. Plato, who's another philosopher, was a student of his who then wrote down you know, things that he may have said and little nuggets of wisdom that Socrates had. And it basically, for Socrates, it wander begins with seeking to find an answer, expecting that an answer may be found, however difficult, and it's also connected to curiosity and your desire to know. Okay. Uh, so he does have a, a few quotes about wandering that I wanted to share. And one is, wandering is the beginning of wisdom. And then kind of like a dichotomous one would be from him as well. The only true wisdom is knowing you know nothing. <laughs> and to prefer knowledge to wealth um, for the one is trying to hold up dichotomous dichotomous that's thunder and lightning so what does dichotomous mean basically on two opposite spectrums like it's okay. almost contradictory i i'm sure everyone else knows i just don't know so i just thought i'd <laughs> okay how do you spell that d i c h o m Hold on a second. I wasn't the spelling bee champion. So, die. Oh, I got it. T O 
Yeah, dichotomy. Yeah. Dichotomous. Uh-huh. Divided into two parts relating to, involving, or proceeding with dichotomy. The plant's dichotomous branching, a dichotomous approach, can't be split into dichotomous categories. Or I'll just give you the dichotomy, which is... Sounds like my ex-husband. A division or contracts between two things that are represented as being opposed are entirely different. Like so, Republican and Democrat? Kind of, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so again, back to the first one where he says, like, wisdom is a wonder is the beginning of wisdom and then splits it back to the only true wisdom is knowing you know nothing, you know, and then, you know, prefer will knowledge to wealth for the one is transitory and the other is perpetual. And lastly, the last quote I'll leave with you all is the beginning of wisdom is the definition of terms. So like you were like, oh, what is dichotomous? And you know, you look for it, then you're like, oh, okay. That's one step in knowing what it is and how it fits into my world. And back to the definition of terms, cause you know, I like a good definition. Um, wonder, which is as the noun, is a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or inexplicable, or a strange or remarkable thing or person. As a verb, it is a desire to be curious, to know something, to feel doubt, to feel admiration and amazement, marvel, or to be surprised. One, this is all for the one word wonder. Wonder. There's multiple Ooh. definitions for you it. You lost me a couple ones. So. <laughs> so I was see when I think wonder, I think of like when I'm walking down the street, like walk. I go out and I walk Ryston and I see a plant that just looks so beautiful, and I wonder where it came from. That kind of wonder. Yeah. I stopped carrying my cell phone so I can do that. Yeah. So my first question really was, how often do you find yourself wondering? Well, can it also be like you're in a store and somebody is doing something like super crazy? You wonder, what are they thinking? Or why are they wearing that? Or why is she with him? Why is he with her? Is that still under the category of wonder? So under Socrates, it begins with seeking to find an answer, expecting that an answer may be found. So that might be questioning. Because oh, these aren't things where I'm really going to find an answer. That might be more of a questioning. So questioning okay. and wandering might be two different things based on who you're talking to. Well, so do people do more questioning and less wandering? And my, that's what I was thinking. Like, I wonder, like, do people wonder because i think children like you know you say childlike wonder where kids are like why is this and why is that and why is this until they get to the root you know so you'd be like okay well you need to go to bed by eight but why because you need to get eight hours sleep but why <laughs> and then because if you don't get eight hours sleep you won't grow but why and so i think that's more see i short circuit that i said so come on but again, but that's a, another thing with adults too, where it's frustrating when kids are wondering because it's like you would have to go down to the, the minutia of what it is. 
So, but if they're asking that same list of questions a week later, they're just stalling for time. They may be, yeah, because you've already given We've them already the why. Done all this, but so. little kids tend to do that, like you know, why? When you, but why? why? But why? why? A three-year-old, four-year-old is like, but why? And sometimes it's, that's the only word they know at that moment. <laughs> but I think it's really because they're inquisitive, and they seek to find out what is new. Because remember, the whole world is new to them at this point in time. So they're like, well, what's going on here? And but why? So they're seeking to find meaning. An answer. Yes, a meaning and an answer to the root of it. But I, I was just thinking as adults, do we do that? Because yes, I'm the first one to tell you to Google it, you know? But I, I was wondering whether or not the whole Googling portion of it kind of like, Skips the process, but it gets you the result. You go right to the answer. You go right to the answer, but not necessarily go through the process of like, oh, I wonder, and I, and then you peel back well, but the layers. Don't you? Because you ask the question and you say go to Google. Well, Google gives you the answer. But you did ask the question, so there was something that sparked an interest that you yeah. saw. And you asked a question and they didn't have an answer. So you went to Google for the answer. So that is a process instead of just wandering around, never getting an answer or dismissing it. Or seek, I think, again, even in the seeking of it, because let's say you are seeking something about yourself. The only expert on you tends to be you if you're like self-aware. Like you're your own expert in your own relationship and you're your own expert in your own life because it's all individual. That's where the problem lies. Hmm. I'm not really an expert on me. <laughs> I'm looking for someone to tell me. But that's what I mean. So then But many people are. That's what I'm saying. On their self. Exactly. Because I, I you know, sometimes you'd be like, Well, I wonder, you know, What's going on in my relationship? And you look at 10 articles that tell you this is what may be happening. Versus but none of them are an answer. Because you know yourself better than anybody else. Or you know your relationship with said person better than anybody else. So instead of examining it. Like you already it, know it's over. You're just trying yeah. to avoid it. Or you're just trying to figure things out. Or an ailment. Or whatever. How or many you want to get to the next layer or the next not layer, but the next step. Yeah. And you're stuck. Yeah. So then you wonder, how do I get there? What do I need to do? Yeah. And even if it's difficult, but I think a lot of the times now, because a lot of the answers are quote unquote laid out for us, we are like, okay, I'm facing X problem. Let me Google it. This is how I solve it. And that might work for someone else, but does it really work for you? Well, and that's like with faith, people researching the Bible to find the answer mm -hmm. to something. And sometimes they find it and don't like the answer. And I'm sure at other places you find it, you don't like the answer because that's not where you really want to go. Sometimes you already know the answer of what you want to do. You're looking for co-signers. Yeah. And if you can't find them, then it's not a good answer. Yeah. So back to the original question. Oh. 
There was a question there. How often <laughs> do you find yourself wandering? Probably all the time. Okay. Like, but wondering about what? Because I wonder, it's like, why is this person driving so crazy? Why are you honking at me? The light just turned green. What is your problem? You know, why are you waving me? Why are you trying to befriend me on Facebook? I got a lot of wonders. Like, or is that a lot of questions or a lot of wonders? Isn't that wondering? Like, wondering why? No, because remember we question? went back. No, question. So I'm looking for. You wonder because there is an answer. You wonder because you seek to find the answer and you're going to find the answer. Oh, I can't really find the answer why somebody is driving crazy. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Well, now somebody befriends me and I don't know them. I can find the answer. I can. Yeah. Or like, like you were saying earlier, like you wonder, like you're walking in a neighborhood and you see a, a plant and you wonder about it. And then you're like, okay, let me take a picture of it. Let me try to figure out what's going on. So you, you also do the research and trying to figure out yes. what it is. Or you on the flip side, you can say, because I find this with like clouds. I've begun to like, I don't know if adults do it now, but now I've gone because I've become like a cloud gazer or whatever. If I have time when I'm on. You? No. Okay. When I have time and I'm on my walk. I can now see shapes and clouds. So I'm like, oh my God, that's a bunny chasing a rabbit or whatever the case may be. Because but is that wondering? Yeah, it almost is. But a, what's the answer? There is no answer. It's just so your that's mind. That's not is, wondering because you have to have an answer. Didn't you just, you say, have to did seek, she just say that? You have to <laughs> seek an answer. Oh, you don't necessarily get an answer. No, not initially. It's oh, just enough to seek so, it. Okay. In some cases, you shouldn't be seeking an answer, though. It's all It's all up to you. Yeah, it could be dangerous. It's all up to you. Yeah. It's all a personal thing. You might save the world with that answer. Or give your life in that. But yeah. And then you're a martyr. Yeah, I'm good. That's a good way to go. I'm um, telling you. Name and stone. Yeah. But... Again, part of it is that, you know, when you're a child, you, you spend endless about, at least when I was a child, I don't know about children nowadays, you spend an endless amount of time outside. So then you get to kind of use your imagination. And I'll say personally for myself, there was a certain point in time where there were just clouds. They didn't make any shapes. They didn't do anything. They were just clouds it's either sunny or rainy it's either sunny or rainy and i kind of lost that bit and then as i began to kind of slow things down and pay attention and watch things then it just kind of comes back where you're like oh my god that's a question mark oh my god (laughs) and so then you begin to make meaning for me of the clouds, which is something that I lost, but I know the reason why I, I wondered, oh my God, why did it come back? And that's part of the reasons because I slowed down, took my time and, and used a little bit of, a, of your imagination because you're not going to necessarily see the same thing that I see when you're looking into a cloud, unless I'm like, do you see that? But if, you know, both of us were looking at something, we'd probably see it differently. You'd be like, no, that's just a cumulus cloud. I don't know what to talk about. But that was part of the reason. And I was like wondering, like, do adults like, I guess more so for adults than children, as you age, do you kind of lose that sense of wonder and awe? Because everything's so like, 
I can look it up. And then it's like, okay, that's the answer to it. Well, see, I don't think it has anything about looking it up. I think we've lost, as you get older, that sense of wonder and awe because you're so burdened down with living. Mm. There's bills, there's kids, there's job, there's, oh God, the car is not working or so-and-so doesn't have a job or this bill I didn't know about. They, they start to clutter you to the point where that's all you do all the time. I got to get dinner. I got to do laundry. I got to sew this, buy this, you know, it, for dinner. You got to figure out what you're eating, where you're buying it, when you're getting it. It's just an endless array of things to do that wonder probably is not one of them. Okay, I get that because you have a certain amount of bandwidth. You just have a certain amount of bandwidth. And you just don't take time and stop. Yeah. Like for some people, even going out to walk, that's a chore. Yeah. I mean, when I have, I mean, how many people do you know that do walk? who say to you, oh, B, I saw this beautiful cloud formation. <laughs> or I was walking and saw these gorgeous flowers. That's funny because in the book they were talking about Rousseau, who's another philosopher, and he would just walk. He just walked until he died. And he walked from Geneva to Paris when he left his house. And every day he would walk. And in the book, they were talking about how it's just such a personal thing to walk. And remember, this is like a time where they don't have cell phones. So when you're walking, you're just looking at the scenery around you. Meeting people. Meeting people, talking, looking at the clouds, looking at the grass, seeing the changes. And I guess that's kind of what I mean, because that's a process. That isn't something that you're like, oh. Google, tell me what it's like to, you know, walk and feel the, you know, the gravel under your foot. When Alina, when she was on the hike in Hawaii, I was like, I know that Alina loves that the, the ground is like crunching under her foot because she likes that. And I'm, you know, even that in itself to kind of be like, oh, the, the leaves are crunching and this feels different and this mud feels different. Like that's almost like you have to be in the moment yeah. to feel it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I be just, aware. Yes. You have an awareness about yourself. So I think part of it is that like, that's what I mean. Like we do get the answers now. I think we are like shortcutting and we're like, Oh, I have a problem. I wonder how, you know, you have the question, but I don't know if the wonder is there. Or, or some people just say, another problem. Whew. They don't even wonder about it. They just try to ignore <laughs> it. Really? Because there's so much going on. There's so much constant things going on all the time. It is. So I, I don't know that. I think the pandemic may have gotten some people, a percentage of people, to stop, take a moment, and breathe. Mm -hmm. But I think there were so many people who were worrying their way to the end. Yeah. They didn't say, and that's like, because everybody you talk to, 
when they even talk about it, oh, we're almost over. Pretty, I'm so tired of wearing a mask. And, and I just look at them and I think, I, I'm okay with that. I, I was having a great time because I got, got back to nature, got to spend some more time with myself, reading my Bible, studying scripture, reading books I might not have read. I've even reread some books. I, I was like, is it overall? And yeah. they look at me like, what? You must be crazy. We want to be over so we can go back out and do what exactly? No one has a real answer. They just want to go out. Where? What are you going to do? Yeah. Some people don't have the money to do it anymore. They don't even know if... Recently, I was talking to someone about going back to... um, They're from New York. There were some spots in New York that they really loved and they happened to ride by them. Mm -hmm. They're gone. And they were so sad about that. And I was like, well, it's the pandemic. That's probably hit them. Now you, now you have an opportunity to expand your horizons and find some new stuff. They're still talking about the thing that's gone. Yeah. So wonder is, is something that needs to be awakened in people. Yeah, I think we question. I don't know that we wander because I was it was so funny because I asked somebody else about it and I was like you know I'm here wondering about wonder (laughs) who else (laughs) of all things and I'm just like you know I get it people are asking questions and they are getting the answers to them rather quickly but I don't know that the process of like taking it in and peeling it back and forming your hypothesis like maybe this is the reason this is the way it is like i just find like for me but i could be a uber nerd for me that process of like thinking about thinking and then getting to some sort of truth which is my truth you know unless it's like something that is a fact that matters a lot to me so it matters that like things are new and you know that I'm learning new things and that as smart as some may think that I am I have no problem saying <laughs> I'm sorry it just took me out for a minute some may think that you're some not some, everyone not everyone not everyone, no, not everyone. Not everyone <laughs> oh, thinks okay. I'm smart I just I would have thought the world did no okay. they don't okay but I also know when to say I don't know. And I think that's... I don't I do. know that I've ever heard you say I that. I do say I don't know sometimes. When's the last time you said it? I don't know. Just now. See? <laughs> that doesn't count, does it? Not at all. Not at all. I, I do know someone who wonders all the time. Who? My nephew, Paul. Oh, okay. He does that all the time, which is why I love talking to him. Mm-hmm. Because I'm always going to find out some new information or a new way of thinking. I mean, he's told me about things. I didn't even know what was going on. I'm not going to go into detail. But I was like, wow, that's out there? I mean, because he wonders about things and, and goes goes out and, and, and ferrets to find uh-huh. what it is. And Jillian is a little like that. Mm-hmm. Like when we start talking about politics and things, he has information like old school stuff that he's researched. He wasn't alive then, so I knew he didn't, it's nothing he experienced. But he can tell you something in a way like he experienced it because 
he has a wonder of things and and I think there's just certain people that are wired that way they don't let the the craziness of the world unplug them from that I wonder though like because I think all most children most children I'm not gonna say all a great portion of children are like that do you think that as it's ferreted out of you as you become an adult depending on maybe who your caregiver is maybe who your teachers are or maybe who those around you are because if you are always asking why and everybody's telling you to shut up it squashes your inquisitiveness about things well i don't know if it's that that probably plays plays a part but I think it also is just the cumbersomeness of life. Mm-hmm. How much are you carrying? Yeah. And people are always carrying things that is not theirs to carry. And and I, I don't if you can follow me here. It's sort of like we're going on a trip, and I have my luggage, two pieces. Mm-hmm. And I decide, you know what? They look like they can use some help. I'm going to take one of theirs. And they look like they, look, I'll take some of theirs. We're so busy trying to fix other people that eventually we're carrying all this luggage and we can barely move. Yeah. So then our focus is how to get things done that we're involved in that we shouldn't be in. And I think if we stayed in our lane, so to speak, you'd have more time to wonder, to explore, to, to spend time with you. Cause you wouldn't be, that's like that bag lady song by Erica Badu. Have you ever heard it? I may have. Where she's like, bag lady, you gonna miss your bus, driving all those things like that. So, you know, and she basically, all, I guess nobody ever told you, all you must hold on to is you. So it's like pretty much you carry all this stuff with you and it leaves no, no room, as you were saying. Like I personally, in my 30s, I was thinking about it, like feel so much lighter than I did when I was in my 20s. And even I was also thinking about, okay, eventually I want to go back to school, but I'm not quite sure what I want to do if I want to, you know, change trajectories and get another master's and go for something or just get a PhD in something. And I kind of paused and, you know, I was even thinking about it this week and I was like, stop putting so much on your plate. Learn for the sake of learning. Figure out, and that's kind of where I got onto the whole philosophy thing. Where I'm like, you know, right now, let me, I'm already kind of an armchair philosopher. Let me go. Please stay in the armchair. Thank you. Please, for the rest of us. Like, what do you think about that, Gail? And why? And why? But, um, yes, I was, that's where, and that was where it was where I was like, okay, well, let me just read up on some philosophy. Let me read up on how others thought. And because, again, it does influence where we are now. So I wonder what 
we do now, how much is it affected by those great minds of the past? Well, see, and I think that's part of the problem too with today, where we are with, I mean, every time you turn around, there's something else crazy going on. I don't think people reflect enough. And that's part of wonder, I mm-hmm. think, to, to kind of sit back and say, you know, how do we get here? What things brought us here that if we could change and be different would get us there? Yeah. You know, how, and, and that's part of wonder. Yeah. And you're seeking answers, but you have to be able to also with wonder, not just see where you are, see where you came from mm-hmm. and, and, and try to um, adjust to that. Uh, interesting. Um, I don't know if you ever watched The Real World. The, um, on MTV. Yeah. The reality show. The very, they, the very first one that they did. The puck. He was so nasty. It was about, uh, I can't almost 30 years ago. The guy had HIV. I know there was a guy that had HIV. Puck was disgusting. The first year. Yeah. The very first one. Cause they're all still here. No, one of the guys had HIV. No, then it's not the first one. Cause the very first one there, they, they had them all come back. You sure? Let me go. Absolutely positive. They had them all come back and they went back to the same place where they started and they marveled at how some things have changed and, and so many things had not. And I, and I think that's part of the fact that we don't ask enough questions to try to elicit change. She's really looking this up. You know, because... I, they were just on, they're on HBO, HBO, the, the, the thing, and they had the real world. And the only reason I watched it, cause it was the very first one. I think I remember seeing it and they had this one black guy who's like, he was always in somebody's face. Yeah. They get about that About the um, racial divide uh-huh. and, and he's, he came back and he's still an activist and now they're like, we get it. Some of them, not all of them, but it was real. It's really good. But my point was I'm how listening. much the world hasn't changed because nobody's asking, looking back to go forward. How can we really be different? They're still trying to be the same. They're still holding on to all the old things that made their world function, even though things are changing. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're not going to change with it. And I guess that would go back to the whole quote, which is the only true wisdom is knowing you know nothing. So you're constantly seeking. Yes. But when you get to the point where you think like you know it. Yeah, like you know everything. And that's the majority of people, I think. I won't say the majority. I'll give a a human race a little more credit than that. I would say at (laughs) least a good third or more feel like I know the answer to everything. If you just do it this way, even though you can't do it that way anymore, because things aren't there to do it that way anymore. Exactly. But if we, that's like eating your, your grandmother dies of gallbladder. Mine didn't, but let's just say, (laughs) you know, she had really bad, she had gallstones, all that. And she dies of that. And then do, do you think like, well, what, what really precipitated that? Mm-hmm. What, what, what can I do to change my life that I won't die of gallstones? Yeah. 
You know, I, I have to do some research to kind of find the answer so I can live a better, longer, healthier life. No, we're still eating the fried chicken, four cheese, macaroni, big macaroni. You know, we're still eating it. The butter piled on top of the cornbread every day. We're not saving that for the eating that every day. Too. No, there are people out there because we're Southerners. That's what Southerners eat. Oh. A friend of mine, she was put in the hospital. She's here in Miami. She got put in the hospital. I won't call you out, Ms. Ann. Um, she got put I'm in the hospital. I had to bleep that out, but go on. No, it's okay. She she put in the hospital for gallstones because he's still eating that. Still out of the hospital, still eating it. Mm. Because when you're a southerner, this is what you eat. No. And that's all you know, so you don't deviate from what Right. You, and I think that's a dangerous thing. Like, you know, again, part of part of why we always get to PBS. Part of why I watch PBS <laughs> is because Oh wait, this has nothing to do with anything. But PBS and the spider thing, the the female spider who female kills her. Female jumping peacock spider. Yeah. The movie all about Eve. She mentions that. What's all about Eve? I, I was watching it. I, I can't. It's a black it's a movie. show. Oh, no. No, it's a black movie. Oh. And they're all trying to kill Eva. Not kill her, but. Deliver us from Eva. Deli- yes. Okay. And she mentions that to this guy. She tore into him. She said, You should be lucky I'm not that female spider because right now I wouldn't even want to eat you or kill you. <laughs> I thought, Oh, my Lord. I saw this movie years ago and it never clicked. See, I love Look at I, that. I send it to you know, speaking about females, speak okay, now that you've gone there. <laughs> speaking of the, that spider, they now have gifts and it has like maracas <laughs> and they have like Star Wars. Like different like movies, like little short movies that they've put of them like dancing with music behind them. Oh, the little spiders? Yes. Oh, oh they're kind of, apparently they've been around. People have known about them for a while. I know. They're very interesting to me. But again, I found that out on PBS. But a part of why I do watch PBS and then just click on random stuff there is because I'm like, oh, let me find out something I know nothing about. Absolutely. Like I probably wouldn't even have an interest in knowing this, but at least I know that trusting the source as you know and i think sometimes when you go on google you gotta be careful there you go the source isn't always what you're seeking you know um so even when it comes to like health stuff like if i'm I'm thinking about food and what i have to eat i don't just click on anything i normally go to like healthline yeah. Because they have sources that are reviewed, like peer reviewed by other people. And you can click on that source to then find the next source, well, which see, is still. But some people don't do that, B. They go to the first one. There's my answer. Again, because they're looking for something to agree with them. Yeah. They're not looking for something to detract or to say that they don't know everything. Yeah. I mean, how many people do you know run up to you and say, girl, I was researching something. And guess what? I was so wrong about this. That's what I was going to ask. Do people like discuss the things they wonder with each other? 
Like you and I have the ability to do that in the podcast where we can wander. Me and Lena, when she watches a movie, oh my God, does this child wonder. And I feel like I do it too sometimes. Like I could watch a movie for the first time and be like, do you see that? <laughs> we're like, what the Don't hell? watch movies with either one of them. <laughs> Spoils the whole movie, I'm just saying. Make sure you've seen it first. <laughs> or, you know, part of the, and I'm a bad movie person because I will figure out the plot and get bored, which is kind of why I don't watch scripted TV because if I know where it's going... I, why am I watching this? Where's the surprise in it? Except for the Housewives of Potomac. You like them. But that's unscripted. Oh, I don't know who's going to get beat up. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> I don't know who's going to fall out with each other. It just happens. Here's the point. Here's the point. point so, <laughs> you win. There, there you go. That's a little bit unscripted. But I was wondering, do people discuss the things they wonder? Because again, like, I could be seeing something in some way and then we can discuss it and then somehow see some sort of middle ground or I can take something from what you said, you can take something from what I said and then have another line of thought to then go to. Well, I think I have some friends I can do that with because I know there are people who are constantly learning new things and they will also add something to it. Like, mm -hmm. girl, really? I saw that. Oh, that the, okay. You know what? I was thinking about something that was similar and tie it all together to expand the knowledge base. Mm -hmm. Then there are people that you do that to and they'll smack back with, that's not right. No, I don't care what it said. That's not right mm -hmm. because it makes them wrong. They don't want to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, and I think that hinders people from sometimes sharing a, a piece of knowledge, a little nugget that if I could share that with so-and-so, he might be able to add a little something onto that because part of learning is, you know, you keep gathering pieces. Yeah. But if you're not in a learning group, it could hinder you. Yeah. And I think some people might be stuck in one. Yeah. I mean, I would say to people, like, I, I get some conversations that you have. Like, me and Alana were talking, right? And we were. I read an article about this guy who, I think he was in England. Um, but they do this here, too, in America, too, where he was a sperm, um, he ran a sperm bank. And um, he impregnated a, a slew of kids, except for, you know, the ones that they wanted. He was like, no, I'm going to repopulate the earth with my sperm. And we were talking about that. And she was like, well, I wonder, like, what, what makes someone does something like that? And we were sitting there thinking about it. And I was like, it's just simple theft. Well, and per first thing pops in my head is money. Well, money. I don't have to pay somebody else for their sperm. But I'm they, giving mine and I'm going to get paid, but I'm getting paid the full amount as opposed to partial. Yeah. Because normally if I'm running the sperm bank, I pay the sperm donor and I pay the, per and the person pay, no, I pay them and the person wanting the sperm pays me. Yeah. So this way, I don't have to pay anybody, and I keep all the profits. 
I was thinking about it. Well, I said it was simple theft. Not like, you know. Well, but it's, is it theft? I think it is theft because you're taking from people. But it's not theft. They bought a sperm. No, they still didn't get the product they wanted. Yes, they did. They wanted a sperm. No, they didn't get the sperm they wanted. Well, so if they designated a particular one, he gave them his. Okay, because there's one here in, uh, I want to say New Haven, but it's a new something up north. He, they actually took him to court. He got away with it because he documented that when they designated a certain one, his was on there. His was on there in like two or no, three categories. So they select, when they selected that and it was his, he's like, you still, that's what you asked for. That's what you got. No, this lady wanted to have a baby with her husband. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and they took him to court because then the kids, ironically, started to look like him in the little area that they lived in. And also there were health issues. And they could trace it back to, to him. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of them, they started doing DNA. Yeah. And he, they took him to court and he was like, but I didn't do anything wrong. They bought what they bought, what they bought, for, bought, they got. No, this, this person thought they were having a child with the husband and they were not. He was oh, just that was so foolish. passing them and doing all this stuff. But I'm like, I, to me, you know, yes, there, there's a, a quite a bit of evil in the thought process, but I'm like, it's basically like you think you can get away with this forever. So you're going to take the same way with when people steal. People steal the first time. They're like, oh, my God. And then you steal again and you're like, oh, no one's noticing. And then you steal again and you're like, oh, they're fools. And then you continue to do it because somehow, some way, you don't think you're going to get caught. And I, I think it's not that you don't think you're going to get caught. I think at some point people start to believe that I can just simply point out your stupidity in allowing me to do this. Mm-hmm. So maybe somehow that'll work out. Yeah. It's not like, I, I won't say where this place was, but a place back home that a guy did steal like oodles of money. And he was so smart, he made sure, one, that it was a federal crime and not local or state. Mm-hmm. And he never spent any of the money until he got caught. And he was ahead of them when they were coming for him. Before they came to get him, he got had, already had his attorney and he went to the feds and confessed. Mm. And he didn't serve a day. He had to make he he turned restitution. he turned in everybody else. He had his documents in order, so everybody else that was involved down the drain. He made restitution, walked away clean. He didn't even move out the town. <laughs> He's a bold one. So I mean, but then that's probably somebody who wondered how I can really pull this <laughs> <so> off. Funny. <laughs> I'm telling you. He had to think. You had to. Because that was an answer that you were like, how do I get from point A to point B and be okay? Like that, seriously, like it's almost like you keep going until you were like, aha, 
This yeah. is what it is. So, and he wondered and he thought it out. He And he just went, he figured it out. He asked the right questions of people along the way. Probably questions that who would have thought any reason for him to ask that? They wouldn't have thought anything of it. Mm -hmm. But I tell you, it was so funny that, that like the day before the feds arrived, he had been gone like a couple weeks. And he turned everything and he was so prepared. And that's the other part, I think, of wondering about things. You can prepare yourself if you're in a state of wondering. Yeah, because you're thinking almost, sometimes you think into the past, but I think when you think into the past, you're pulling for your now and your future. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of. Which is what philosophers are really, that's their whole point of reference. They're speaking on things that may be in this moment, but they're really speaking about the future. Yeah. They're not predicting it, but they're giving you some, some, some really good information of how you can handle it. Yeah. Because I think philosophers always use their past to get them to the next stop. Yes. Because they're thinking all the time, like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. Why did this happen? Now, if it's a good thing, how do I make it happen every time? Yep. And that's like people who gamble. Uh, I don't think they do a lot of wondering. <laughs> because they they hit once and they think, well, I can do it over and over. And if they really thought it out, they would know you hit once, you hit big, walk away. Yeah, but I think that's, that's a dopamine hit, though, too. That there's a reward thing that happens with that and you want to read that's like drugs yeah oh, well i think drugs like some drugs. drugs you get it all the time but that hit is like oh my god I hit big and then you're like that feeling you want to you want it again so you're actually chasing the feeling um wow. makes me think of something <laughs> there you're so funny hope it happens again <laughs> I don't know what. I don't even want to know. No, no. Alina's present. <laughs> it's not child wandering. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And he also has a quote, and I'm trying to find it right now, where I'm going to misquote Socrates. So any like philosophers that are on the, the line, don't beam me up about it. But he basically says, like, when you learn from others like you learn from the works of others it basically gives you a template so you don't have to do so much work because you already have that information that they've gathered that you don't have to well, work hopefully so it's hard good information well that's whatever but yes hopefully it is but even if it's bad information you still, in your head, you don't have to work so hard if you're heeding the bad information. I mean, it's not going to be good for you, but you still don't have to work so hard to figure things out. Do we do that? What? Really use the information from others to... I, I hope so. I mean, most of the information that we use comes from other people. What we know, none of us have, like thought of so all the information that we use in our everyday life comes from one of somebody else really everything pretty much hmm. there's not a thought that doesn't like have a thought that pre pre precedes it 
But if you come in, somebody else didn't already have that thought. Or implanted in you some sort of way, somehow. Unless you're Adam or Eve. Yeah. They were the first. Mm. (laughs) You believe. So, yeah. So, but most of the thoughts that we have are basically springboarded based on something else. I don't know that most people are original. I think people build on to other things, but you would have to have something before then. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm not, not sure if people realize that. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, I'm like, I, no, I got, I'm tell you what you should do. Like, this is something popped in their head and we should be doing this. And it's like, well, my mama said, <laughs> and it's like, okay, thank you. Well, no, my grandmother did have lots of wisdom. No, I'm not saying that about you, but I'm just saying in general. It's like, well, who told you that? And they're like, hmm. All right. Well, well, thank you. And that's the other thing. When you're wondering about things, be careful who you wonder about things with. Yeah. Because there's some people who don't want to see you wondering. Because they, you know, if you're dating someone and you could start be a wondering about things, they might think you're thinking about moving on. Yeah, it could be a threat. I think even when it comes to religion, a lot of different things, it breaks the status quo. Yes. Of, and that makes people nervous. Yes. So even being a wanderer, you because you're constantly question questioning what is and why it is the way it is you can run into trouble and people not liking you because now you're making them uncomfortable with the fact that you're shaking up their world and sometimes you're not even certain of what you're saying and you're not saying this is a fact jack you're just saying, you know, I had a thought the other day and da, 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 Burn da, da. the witch! <laughs> She's a witch! And they're like, oh my God. She's a witch! I, that's, that goes contrary to what I was saying. Okay. But then at the same time, you have to be, like when you're on your job or you meet new people, you have to allow people to have their moments mm-hmm. to wonder, to mm-hmm. express it. Otherwise, they 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 shut down. That's and you're you're right. Going back to being a child, that may be how some children were shut down. Yeah. So, hmm. food for thought there for me. Because as you get older, older people always know more. Older people are always smarter. Older people have lived longer, so we've done it all. Older people have been there, done that. You know, because we're older. Mm-hmm. Just because we're older. Now, if I meet an older people that an older person who never left the hometown that they're in, I'm going to question your ability to outthink or know stuff from me because I've traveled extensively. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I still know stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, the fact that you wander outside of your area lets you know how much you don't know. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be something that's... And then there's young people when older people say things like what they know. Well, they might know a little something. Yeah. But I think we put things in categories. 
if you're young, you can't know that much because what have you done? Mm-hmm. If you're old, you're kind of stuck in your way, so <clears throat> what do you know? And then the people in the middle, we don't consider them at all because they haven't lived long enough and don't know enough, so what do they know? Yeah. So that's a struggle right there. Like, which group you're going to be in? And I think that's part of what I was saying. Like, do you share what you wander with? You know, like, there are things that I wonder that I share with Alina and she shares with me and I share with you and I I share with other people because it's just like, I, I wonder, I can't be, not to say that I'm the only one having this thought, but I would like to hear your perspective. And you can't be the only one. That's no. That's the whole point of this. Yes. Except for that spider story. You really shouldn't tell that to the men you're dating. That's just... Let that go. They're still here. Yeah, well, I don't know. They're still here. Probably scared. Well, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, will she stop telling that female spider killing people story? It's not killing people. It's killing the mate. And yeah. it's killing the mate for good reason. For food so <laughs> how is that possibly a good reason look this is nature i don't make up the rules <laughs> i just report it <laughs> i think that's the story you can hold on to <laughs> until that one special moment <laughs> you're, still, you're still here and say you know but i'm gonna let you live boo <laughs> i'll let you live I'm not, you're not even oh worth the dance anymore. I don't even want to see you dance anymore. <laughs> Just get out of the way. But yeah, I do think, back to what we were saying, who you wander with is important. And kind of like almost doing it intergenerationally. Like if you have a small child, and I know it's annoying when they say, but why, but why, but why? They're oh, curious. Dear. But it is annoying. It is. But they're curious. And it's not annoying in the sense that you think. Yeah. From an older person. It's just annoying because as older people in my generation, we were the la- we're probably the last generation because I didn't do this with my son. But I know it was done with me because I said. In fact, my mama never even said because I said. She gave me the look that said, what? You're questioning me? And I didn't even want to go past that look because it was life-threatening. Because she didn't care where we were, who was there. She didn't care. She didn't care at all. So I wasn't going to try to be that child that's getting up off the floor. Yeah. Just not. So I guess that's a part of the, the thing when you're around kids and they're like, man, man, man. Like, okay, stop it. I can't do it. I've passed my limit. <laughs> Because whereas when I had Julian, I, I would allow that. Yeah. You know, to the uh, until I knew that, okay, now you're doing it to be a smart ass. <laughs> you're just trying to avoid something. Because he was smart in that regard. If he didn't want to do something, he started asking a, a, a ton load of questions about it. Like, you know, hopefully I'd forget. And by question five, I'd be like, that's it. Yeah. Go do it. But, and, and I, but I think some people... When, cause come on, there are people, there are kids going to school now learning stuff you don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't help them. And do you really want your child to know you don't know? Yeah, you don't want to know, let them know you don't know Y equals MX plus B is. Right, you, but you don't want them to know <laughs> you don't really know stuff. Because then it's, a, it's like you feel like as a parent, 
that's that's a ball that's going to start rolling downhill that even when I do know something, you're not going to listen to me because I didn't know that Y plus X equals Z to the 10th degree. Yeah. So that that's a, how, how do you handle that wondering thing? I mean, I think it's kind of like knowing you don't know it. Like there are certain things that like, as Alina progresses in school, like even with math, I can help her with it. I just, the way I see math and the way she sees math is different. So there's like an incongruence there. Right. So I still get it. Hold up. What does that word mean? It's not equal. Okay. I'm uh, not for other people listening. Just for me. <laughs> it's so funny. It's not equal. So I'm like, let me just get you a tutor. Because they are paid to have patience and I am not. So let's just forget about that. But at the same time, when she gets to like, what is it? If she ever has to take like a computing class and there's binary numbers like the 0110 for computers, I don't know that. So I'll, I'll be the first to be like, I don't know. But see, I think that's what part of the problem is, though. There are parents out there and adults out there, whether they're parents or not, they don't want to say the words you just said. I don't know. Those are three words they avoid, like I love you. Oh. They probably say I love you faster than I don't know. People just don't want to say those words out their mouth because they feel like it's a blanket. If I once I say I don't know, then I'm telling you I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I don't know nothing. But see, I think part of being smart is saying you don't know. Because there, how much information is there out here in the world? Like, I couldn't tell you who the, the, the emperor of China was in the third, the third mm-hmm. century. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I just but I, don't. I'm just saying, people have, it's a stigma about saying that. I mean, I grew up in a house where if I asked my, when I was going to school and I asked my mother something and she didn't know, that meant a trip to the library. Mm-hmm. Cause we're going to find it out. Cause you asked. <laughs> yeah. So then sometimes I temper it. Like, do I really want to ask this question? Cause then I got to go to the library, but then I got used to that. That's like, yeah. and to me that made her even a smarter woman. Yeah. Admitting what you don't know. So, and then we found it out. Now, some people won't admit it, won't find it out. And their kids are stuck. And they, they, I think sometimes that's why relationships fail because people don't want to ask questions. Or even like, I think saying you don't know exposes the vulnerability. That is true. So saying that you don't know it all somehow, some way makes some people feel like, oh my God, I'm exposed for being the D word, dumb. You know, and it's like, no, it's it's actually better to just share. Like, I don't know. That way you can go ahead and find what it is that you need to then supplement that. But if you stay stuck in the I don't know and the self-righteousness of it, then you lose out and others lose out around you as well. They lose out from being able to help you 
or from you being able to help your child or whatever the situation may be. So it's both bad. It's bad to be the one who in whatever relationship this is, and I'm going to do the blanket relationship, whether it's children all the way up to husband, significant other or whatever. You don't want to be the person who says, oh, I know everything or that's not important or that's a stupid question. And you don't want to be the person who just says, I don't know. And I don't care that I don't know. Or be indignant and uh, I don't know. Or you don't know and you don't want to admit you don't know. Right. I mean, so you, you got to kind of, but then you nail, you hit the nail on the head. That's all being vulnerable. And I think during the time of Socrates and things like that, I don't think they really even saw themselves whether they were vulnerable or not. That wasn't an issue. It, it never was. It was like, yeah. we're just, we're seeking information. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And we're seeking to we're share. We're thirsty for it. Right. And we're seeking to share that information. It's, it's, it doesn't make us vulnerable to not know. No. It makes us, in, like, it fuels us to move forward. Yeah. And I think we need to get that way as people now. Yes. Especially where answers are everywhere. And even if they're not. That's, that's even a super kind yeah. of thing to have a meet, to, to get together with friends and discuss an issue that there really isn't an answer. Yeah. And you can bounce it all around and come up with all kinds of things, which means you could do any of that or none of that. Yeah. Which and is that's again, exciting. That's fun. Yeah. That's diversity in thought. Yes. That's diversity in thought and play. And again, back to diversity in thought, not necessarily people, but thought. When you have that, those are the groups that come up with the most innovative things because you're seeing it from so many different perspectives. But I think a lot of the times people have issues taking in perspectives that differ from them. So it's almost an assault that you feel this way and I feel that way versus saying, oh, that's just a different way to look at it. I might not incorporate it. But it's still something of a different way to look at things. You know, you might want to put a sign on your front door, leave your shoes outside and bring your vulnerability in. Oh, that'd be a nice uh, mat. You know, they do mats that you can like customize. Yeah, that, you know, because bring your vulnerability and not that we're going to take advantage of you, but that we want to discuss things and be open to discuss things. And, and you know, hey, nothing, you can't say anything that everything you say is going to be considered a smart thing to say. No, you got to be safe. You got to be okay with being dumb. So I leave us with this. Where are we? Oh, with one last quote from Socrates, which is the unexamined life is not worth living. Oh, wow. I remember that quote. Yes. Because I studied Socrates in college. Yeah. I took well, the, not him by himself. Just philosophy in general. All of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, examine your lives, examine your thoughts, one wonder, wonder and wonder, but wonder a little bit. And you know, because I looked it up while you were talking about it. And the, the thing that my professor used to always say that he said, when the debate is over, slander becomes a tool of the loser. And I always remembered that. <laughs> 
because when you're debating with people at something, then they start to call you names. Mm-hmm. And the debate is over. Yeah. I won, you lost. <laughs> now, yeah, because now you're talking about me and not the topic. Right. And that, and that is, that's, oh, that's so much in life. Yeah. So I'll be on my little philosophy wheelhouse. That is where I am now with my Oh, that learning. was kind of exciting, except for a couple of big words. But that's okay. I learned something. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? I'm reading. Um, I thought you were going to say I'm writing down big dictionary words, but go ahead. Kind of. <laughs> uh, what I am doing now is that I'm reading this um, poetry book that has from like, it's like 250 years of African-American poetry. I don't know what the title is right now, but I'm reading it. And some of the words they use are just words we don't use in everyday life anymore because they are just the words of the 1700s. So that's what I have been doing. Like whenever I come across a word and I'm like, what the? I don't know what this means in this poem. I like look it up. And you know what's interesting about that? Your grandparents aren't from America. No. But my grandparents and my great grandparents, sometimes they would say words and we would laugh thinking that they just made that word up. But then my mother or my aunt would say, no, that's what we used to say in the South and this is what it means. And they had like a whole dictionary of words that they used. And a lot of times there were words that they used that were for a group. Mm-hmm so that a message was being sent in the use of that word as well. Mm. So that they could have a, a conversation in front of people and they wouldn't know what they were talking about. Exactly. That's pretty cool. So, and and I was like, wow. And, and my mother said, well, yeah, because my grandmother used to work when she was young and my mother was younger in white, white folks homes. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in any derogatory sense. That's it is what, what they it is. referred to them. Mm-hmm. And there were some things you just didn't say, like if she came to the door to ask my grandma something, they had a way of speaking that talking about things because they may not want them to know that they had this or had that because they are not supposed to. Yeah. You know, or where did you get it from? Then it, it involves other questioning of you and your children. Mm-hmm. So um, they just had like another lingo. And she said, it's not, it's, she said, maybe it is a made up word, but we know what we're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Whenever I come up, well, whatever the poet, whoever the poet is, because they're all black, um, I'm interested in the life they live. So I first look at, oh, okay, who was this poet? How'd they live? And yada, yada, yada. And then I'll read the poetry and I'm like, I don't know what this word means. Like, what kind of daunted thing is this? And then I'll look it up and I'm like, oh, and I'll write it down. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. All right. So now, oh, boy. I gave you guys a nerdy trip, but it's now <laughs> time for Gail to do her self-care kit. Self-care. Hit. Hit. What's going on with my English? Self-care Self-care tip. There we go. English isn't my first language. And I should, you know, look at my list because I do have things I've done recently. But I want to be sure. Because I keep repeating myself for these health. (laughs) So I made a list. Well, 
guess something that I have taken on recently, mm-hmm. and this might be because I'm, uh, well, no, it is because I'm older. I find that there are some things that I want to do, but the process is too involved in doing it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So I'm trying to find ways to kind of shortcut that or just really diminish doing it at all. And so in this process, I found that writing notes, you know how some people will write notes to remember what they're doing? Uh-huh. And they write them all over the place. Uh-huh. You really need to, so that you don't frustrate yourself, because as you get older, you will frustrate faster. And if you're younger, this is something you can work on now, moving forward. And you can use your phone. You can actually have, I have a book now for every month. Uh-huh. And at the end of the month, I put that one down and I start a new one. So in that book, I have my to-do list. I have things I want to do, my uh, positive thoughts for myself, like if I think. And I also put my negative thoughts. Yeah, that's a good thing to track, though. Things that I'm, uh, yes. And I have found, I was st- I went through one, like, last week, the one from January. And I was surprised at some things I thought about myself. I don't think of now, but I was like, wow, I said that to me? Mm-hmm. But I really think, and that <laughs> helped, but that helped me. It does. To think, then I thought about what was going on then. And I, oh. Okay, and I fixed that, yeah. or changed that, or altered that. Yeah. So I and I really I didn't realize ha- people say all the time write it down, write it down, write it down. I didn't realize how really important that is. Mm-hmm. But just don't write it down randomly anywhere. Designate a book, and then have to be a big one where you'd have to do like a paragraph or two three pages every day. Just, you can make that book do your everything, your to-do list, you know, if your negative thoughts, your positive thoughts, the good things, the bad things, and keep it for a month. Mm-hmm. And put the date, the month, then go to the next one. And after a couple months, review them. And I think that makes you a healthier person. Yep. Like Socrates said, in an unexamined life, not a life oh, worth living. That. And I didn't really think about saying that today, but I just, I, I, that was something that I had started doing one for each month because I was finding that I was writing things in a day timer, in my phone, and I had another like a cute little thing somebody gave me to write things in and I thought I'll start writing. So I had like things all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I have like, for the podcast, I have something that I just write my notes in for that. Then for therapy, I have a therapy journal that I just write things for that. Then I have like words I don't know. I have a little notebook, so I'll have a dictionary for words I don't know. Look out for it soon. Um. (laughs) Two pages is not a book. It's a pamphlet. Oh yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Passing around a pamphlet. Knocking on people's doors like Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> Something you might find. Have out you heard that. the new words? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're on YouTube. 
words I didn't know. So. And see, this is why we're not on YouTube, because I'm sitting here braiding my hair. So, yeah. People might like that, though. I don't know. So, Anywho. No, but no, I do agree with you. And I now I think about it. I think I do want to do a dream journal, because... Whenever I speak to some people, they're like, they don't dream. And I have a dream. I mean, several dreams well, every night. Well, put it all night. in one so you're not following around for six. Try it for a month. Yeah. Just do one. It's really entertaining because then you go back and read it. And I only got one to read. Yeah. Now, I do keep the podcast in one thing. But everything else is just in, every month. I got a new one. Got a new one for April. Now, I like to keep my journal, my therapy thoughts away, because most of those are like questions and notes, and that just puts it all in one spot for my growth, for wow. at least for that, because it's like, it's so like pointed, and I'm like, okay, let me just put that there. Uh, I, I really do enjoy having the one. Well, good. Good, 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 good. So, yes. So, is there anything else to add? I think we're done, and we did a show about wondering about wondering. And that was that was good. I I, I enjoyed that, and I, I will tomorrow use it at work. Wonder. Yep. I'm gonna do that with everybody. What are you wondering about right now? Tell me. Then they'll try to say it's something they're doing at work. No, I mean really. What are you wondering about? I think it's a good question. What do you wonder about? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna spend the week asking people. Cool. Strangers. Well, that... supermarket question. I, I love don't know it. How you can do I'm that? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna turn around and say, "What are you wondering about, sir?" Just a question. I am. That's going to be my new supermarket question. I love it. Gas she station. Enough, she has others. Yeah. <laughs> I am loving. Thank you. I am. You're quite welcome. All right. So, as always, I hope you all enjoy the week ahead. Thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe, share, leave a comment about how wonderful we are. We would greatly appreciate it. So as always, be safe, be well, be easy, my knees, and be blessed. Bye. Bye. <laughs>